So many find so much joy in the sights and sounds of December, especially the arrival of Christmas. Along with green and red decorations, signs and posters featuring a certain jolly red-robed gentleman, and music you just cannot get out of your head, comes the perennial question, is Christmas a pagan holiday? Most don't even care about the answer, but for those who take biblical faith seriously, it is a serious question and a question in need of an answer. And we will answer that question right here on Tomorrow's World, straight from the pages of your Bible, right now. Greetings and welcome to Tomorrow's World, where we help you make sense of your world through the pages of the Bible. Today we're going to tackle a question that seems to arise every December. Is Christmas a pagan holiday? We'll be examining the question honestly and openly with a desire to orient our hearts and minds according to the advice of Jesus Christ, as He taught us in Matthew 6 and verse 33, to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And the question is important. How we choose to honor the Father and His Son matters. As we'll see in the inspired words of Scripture, our practices have a profound effect on our relationship with God and on the character we are forming for His use and purposes. In fact, because this question is so important, we have a free study resource devoted to it entirely. Is Christmas Christian? When it comes to your spiritual life, you shouldn't simply trust some fellow on television or the internet, even if it's me. We want you to prove these things for yourself in your own time and with your own Bible. So we'll give you multiple opportunities during today's presentation to request this free resource, Is Christmas Christian? Just take note of the information on your screen and request the free booklet at any time. For now, let's take the question head on. Is Christmas a pagan holiday? Of course, for many all over the world, the obvious answer would seem to be no, of course not. For literally hundreds of thousands of people who consider themselves sincere Christians, the Christmas season is among the most sacred. It is a time for calling to mind the birth of Jesus Christ, the promised Savior of the world. Many attend religious services in December, devoted to remembering popular narratives of the birth of Jesus, whose birth is ostensibly celebrated on Christmas Day itself. And many of us have many pleasant memories associated with the Christmas season. In fact, celebrated as it is all over the world, it would be impossible for me to cover in a program such as this one all the many customs that individuals across the globe use to make the season special. So permit me to focus a bit on those customs I, as an American, am more familiar with. Our cities and even individual homes are often decorated with special reminders of the season, such as nativity scenes, branches or wreaths of holly, and Christmas trees decorated with tinsel of silver and gold. Many will have bought or personally crafted presents for their friends and family members who will sometimes travel long distances to reunite for a few evenings, enjoy Christmas dinner together, and exchange presents and pleasantries and many will seek to sneak a kiss from someone while catching them standing under the mistletoe. 
Of course, some children will be told the night before that their presents are being brought to them from the North Pole by Santa Claus or Saint Nick, as the adults wink to each other with a knowing eye. In the morning, the children enjoy tearing into their presents to see what Santa brought them, and some families will head to religious services to hear a message related to the birth of Jesus, especially those who are concerned that commercialism is crowding out what they believe to be the real meaning of Christmas, the message that God sent His Son into the world on Christmas Day, born of the Virgin Mary, to be the Savior of mankind. There's more that I could say, but hopefully this captures the popular spirit of the Christmas season. Yes, it is a stressful time for many. Sometimes family gatherings are a source of anxiety, and buying gifts for one another can seem a burdensome obligation, especially when the credit card bill begins to reveal the damage of our attempts at merrymaking. However, I want to acknowledge that many joyous memories tend to be associated with Christmas and the Christmas season. I myself, as a child and young man, participated in these things. I remember the joys of receiving gifts and buying gifts for others. I don't know if you can see it very well, but these old blurry pictures are of me as a small child enjoying his brand new Christmas presents. You know, I remember once seeing as a teenager a small statue depicting Santa kneeling at the cradle of what was ostensibly the baby Jesus, and I was moved. I felt at the time that it was a nice way of trying to point out what I thought was the more important aspect of the Christmas season. I've even played the part of Joseph once in a Christmas choral performance. In other words, I've been there. I've done that. I mentioned these things at the beginning of our discussion to highlight a crucial fact. As we tackle our question today, is Christmas a pagan holiday, we must keep in mind, none of this is relevant. We may have years worth of positive memories associated with Christmas. We may love the music, the atmosphere, the traditions, and the focus on Jesus and the message of his birth. Yet literally none of that is relevant to the question, is Christmas a pagan holiday? After all, many religions have their joyous festivals, their times of family gathering, their fondly remembered songs, and traditions that warm the hearts of their adherents. If we're going to address this question head on, we have to be willing to distance ourselves from our emotional responses and our happy memories and seek to answer the question from the perspective of facts, sound-mindedness, and God's revealed truth. Actually, that is the easy part, as we'll see. But what we do with that truth, that's the hard part. Following Jesus Christ isn't for cowards. And if you have the courage to look into the truth, our next segment is for you. Before that though, let me give you an opportunity to request today's free item, Is Christmas Christian? It examines the origin of the dating of Christmas and explores the actual timing of Jesus' birth. It also discusses the origins of many traditions and it addresses vital questions few even seek to address at this time of year such as whether or not there are real biblical alternatives to unbiblical traditions and observances that have found their way into modern Christianity. Take a moment to request this enlightening free resource, and I'll be right back to take our next step as we settle this question for good. For today's free offer, 
Call 1-800-236-0531. Or go to TWTV.org slash Christmas. This clear and straightforward resource will help you understand this vital truth straight from the pages of the Bible. If you're calling for the first time, you will also receive a free annual subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, 10 inspiring issues discussing news, science, and modern culture will help you make sense of your world from a biblical perspective. Call today and join millions around the world who are turning to tomorrow's world for truth, prophecy, and hope in these confusing times. Call now or go to twtv.org Christmas. Welcome back. In our last segment, we acknowledged that Christmas was, for many, a wonderful time of year. But we also noted that in striving to address whether Christmas is a pagan holiday, the way it makes us feel and the warm memories we might associate with it are irrelevant. We want to understand the truth, and we want to seek that truth with an open mind. Because truth is important. John chapter 4 relates a famous account of Jesus' discussion with a Samaritan woman. She spoke to him of the Samaritan's traditions concerning worshiping the God of the Bible, which differed in many ways from the ways actually discussed in the Bible, even though their traditions were sincerely believed. In a sense, they worshiped God in spirit, meaning that their heart was in it, but they didn't worship him in truth meaning that their sincere acts were based on falsehoods and half-truths. What did Jesus say? Did he say to her, well, that's okay. As long as your intent is good, your worship is acceptable before God. No, he didn't. We read his response in John chapter 4, beginning in verse 23. But the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. That's our goal today, to enable ourselves to understand how to worship God not just in spirit and intent, but in truth. Truth matters. So let's look at the question with honest eyes. Is Christmas a pagan holiday? If we're answering this question based on the origins of the day, then the answer is very clearly yes, because the origins of Christmas as a holiday, its timing, its traditions, its ancient practices, are very clearly pagan. Now, what does it mean to be pagan? After all, the word is thrown about a bit carelessly these days. In fact, there is a growing movement of neo-paganism today, which we've covered in detail in Tomorrow's World magazine, the very same magazine you will get a free subscription to when you request today's free resource, Is Christmas Christian? Let's make sure we are clear then. As Merriam-Webster defines it, pagan means of, relating to, or having the characteristics of pagans, which we are told are followers of a polytheistic religion, as in ancient Rome. 
Essentially, paganism represents religions and cultic practices that have their origins outside of the religions traditionally associated with the patriarch Abraham, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. And if that is the definition of pagan, there is no doubt that the Christmas holiday and most of its traditions originated in pagan customs and worship traditions, many of which predate Christianity by centuries or even millennia. Mistletoe is associated with Roman fertility rituals and Frigga, the Norse goddess of love and lust. The timing of Christmas corresponds not to Jesus' birth, which was likely in the fall, but to the observance of the pagan Roman Saturnalia and sun worship, that is S-U-N. As the Encyclopedia Britannica notes, in the third century, the Roman Empire, which at the time had not adopted Christianity, celebrated the rebirth of the unconquered sun, Sol Invictus, on December 25th. This holiday not only marked the return of longer days after the winter solstice, but also followed the popular Roman festival called the Saturnalia, during which people feasted and exchanged gifts. It was also the birthday of the Indo-European deity Mithra, a god of light and loyalty, whose cult was at the time growing popular among Roman soldiers. The Christmas tree too is a tradition with an ancient pagan precedent. In fact, we can see that precedent condemned in scripture. Look at Jeremiah chapter 10, and read it with your favorite Christmas tree tradition in mind. Thus says the Lord, do not learn the way of the Gentiles. Do not be dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the Gentiles are dismayed at them. For the customs of the peoples are futile. For one cuts a tree from the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen with the ax. They decorate it with silver and gold. They fasten it with nails and hammers so that it will not topple. They're upright like a palm tree and they cannot speak. They must be carried because they cannot go by themselves. Do not be afraid of them for they cannot do evil nor can they do any good. The list of these ancient pagan origins to various Christmas practices is long and clear. In fact, many popular conservative authorities in modern Christianity readily admit that the pagan origin of many of the most common and honored Christmas traditions is a fact of history. Any historical resource of repute will confirm that fact. For instance, consider this brief summary from the widely respected Christian resource, Erdman's Handbook to the History of Christianity. The Christian church took over many pagan ideas and images. From sun worship, for example, came the celebration of Christ's birth on the 25th of December, the birthday of the sun. Saturnalia, the Roman winter festival of the 17th to the 21st of December, provided the merriment, gift giving, and candles typical of later Christmas holidays. Some pagan customs, which were later Christianized, for example, the use of candles, incense, and garlands were at first avoided by the church because they symbolized paganism. And in his famous work, A Classical Dictionary, scholar John Lempriere summarized some of the ancient pre-Christian practices of the pagan holiday Saturnalia. The celebration was remarkable for the liberty which universally prevailed. The slaves were permitted to ridicule their masters. Friends usually made presents one to another. All animosity ceased, no criminals were executed, schools were shut, 
War was never declared, but all was mirth, riot, and debauchery. If we are honest, surely we will admit that all of this sounds very familiar. Christmas and its traditions and customs are deeply rooted in pagan origins. In that sense, yes, Christmas is a pagan holiday. But still, is it really? Many argue that pagan activities, celebrations, traditions, and symbols have, in a sense, been baptized by Christianity. The holly branches and its red berries once had pagan meanings, true, but maybe now they can be used to symbolize Christ's crown of thorns and the red blood he shed for our sins. Perhaps the real answer is that Christmas was a pagan holiday, but it is no longer. People can certainly be baptized and have their lives transformed. Can pagan worship practices? We'll dive into that question in our next segment. But first, let's take a brief break to give you another opportunity to request today's free resource, Is Christmas Christian? This free booklet is thoroughly researched and filled with facts and scriptures laid out for you clearly so that you can study this topic for yourself. Again, we never charge anything for our materials and we never will. Our work is completely supported by thousands across the globe who have studied these things for themselves, found them to be true and life-changing, and long to get this information into as many hands as possible. Don't let others tell you what they think about this question. Answer it for yourself. Just call, write, or click to get your own copy of Is Christmas Christian? And I'll be right back to move us from the holiday's ancient origins to what the Bible says we should think about it today. This clear and straightforward resource will help you understand this vital truth straight from the pages of the Bible. Call now or go to twtv.org Christmas. Welcome back. We've been answering the question, is Christmas a pagan holiday? And in our previous segments, we saw that history is almost unanimous concerning the origin of so many Christmas observances. From the date, the traditions, the decorations, the pagan origins are clear. Still, does it make a difference today? Sinners can repent and change. Can't ancient pagan practices or traditions be sort of baptized and kept? After all, those who keep Christmas don't believe they're worshiping the sun god or Saturn or Mithras or Baal or Frigga or any of those pagan gods. They are often trying to sincerely worship God and Jesus as they understand them. Do the pagan origins of Christmas really matter? The answer is a simple one. If we desire to worship God and Jesus Christ in a manner that is pleasing to them, not just pleasing to us, then yes, they matter very much. Again, the issue is not one of opinion or feelings. It is a matter of truth. And if we want to know the truth about how God the Father and Jesus Christ think about these things, then we must go to the Bible they have given us to help us learn to think like them. And when we do go to the scriptures, the answer is absolutely clear. For instance, speaking of pagan peoples and pagan traditions and customs, God commanded ancient Israel very clearly in Deuteronomy chapter 12 and verse 30. 
do not inquire after their gods, saying, how did these nations serve their gods? I also will do likewise. You shall not worship the Lord your God in that way. This is crucial. Notice the Bible doesn't just say don't worship idols or don't worship foreign gods. It says you shall not worship the Lord your God in that way. God makes it plain that he does not want his followers to worship him in pagan ways. It doesn't make a difference if we say we're not worshiping Mithras or Saturn or the sun or whomever. God plainly says to us, do not worship me using pagan traditions. We saw a very similar command earlier when we read Jeremiah 10, in which God said clearly, do not learn the way of the Gentiles. And here by Gentiles, God means those pagans outside the nation of Israel. The commands in the Bible simply leave no room at all to conclude that God accepts worship using pagan customs, even if it is directed at him. Still, that's the Old Testament, and some might argue that Jesus came to change all of that. Yet once again, if we go to his actual teachings recorded for all time in our own Bibles, we find that this is not how he thinks at all about these things. In fact, Jesus addresses this very scenario with his disciples and the Jewish leaders of his day. In Mark chapter 7, Jesus challenges the unbiblical traditions of the first century Pharisees. They claimed to serve God with those traditions, but Jesus told them that their pious traditions actually violated God's commands and were to be condemned. We can read his response in Mark 7, beginning in verse 6. He answered and said to them, Well did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites. As it is written, this people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men. All too well you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your tradition. To observe Christmas, you would have to lay aside the commandment of God who says plainly he does not want to be worshiped using heathen customs so that you could hold on to your tradition. You would have to reject that commandment of God to keep that tradition. And Jesus Christ, the Son of God and the very founder of Christianity, condemns doing that in no uncertain terms. I can't speak for you, but the idea of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, calling me a hypocrite sends chills down my spine. Almost 2,000 years ago, Jesus condemned those who would dare to call him Lord while ignoring his commands, asking, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do the things which I say? The evidence is clear. Christmas is a pagan holiday. God does not want to be worshiped using pagan traditions. And Jesus Christ condemns as hypocrites those who ignore God's commands to keep other traditions. So with our original question answered, the next question is clear. What do we do now? I'll have that answer for you in just a moment. But first, let me give you one more opportunity to request our free booklet, Is Christmas Christian? 
Many religious teachers and preachers want you to simply accept their word for what they teach you, but we're different. We want you to prove what we say for yourself. This free booklet contains a rich collection of research and facts from history, along with the teachings of God and Jesus Christ that you can check out in your own Bible. And it will help you decide for yourself the answer to the question, is Christmas a pagan holiday? And what you should do about the answer. Discover the truth that has revolutionized thousands of lives and revitalized relationships with God all over the world. Get your copy of Is Christmas Christian today. For today's free offer, call 1-800-236-0531 or go to twtv.org Christmas. This clear and straightforward resource will help you understand this vital truth straight from the pages of the Bible. If you're calling for the first time, you will also receive a free annual subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, 10 inspiring issues discussing news, science, and modern culture will help you make sense of your world from a biblical perspective. Call today and join millions around the world who are turning to Tomorrow's World for truth, prophecy, and hope in these confusing times. Call now or go to twtv.org slash Christmas. So where do we go from here? We've looked at the question, is Christmas a pagan holiday? and found that yes, it does come from pagan origins. And yes, God and Jesus Christ do care about that. Even if we choose to redefine the pagan symbols and customs to give them new meanings, that doesn't mean God approves. In fact, the Bible makes it plain that He does not. So where does that leave us? We have only a brief time left on today's program, but let me take a moment to say that for those whose hearts are willing to follow God wherever He and His Word lead us, following His lead and obeying His commands never leads us to a worse place, only a better place. For instance, I know of thousands of individuals all over the world who have left Christmas behind and have embraced instead the holy days actually revealed in the Bible, designed by God and recorded in His Word as days set apart by Him for worship, praise, and instruction. Those individuals, the members and attendees of the Living Church of God who sponsor the Tomorrow's World program, would say to you as plainly as I can now from here in this studio, as Christians and followers of Jesus Christ, they would not trade observing the biblical holy days for keeping Christmas for all the money in the world. Moving past Christmas does not have to mean giving up joy and meaning and warmth and fellowship. Quite the opposite. When one turns away from deceptively attractive traditions and customs that fundamentally contradict the Bible to follow Jesus Christ, the real Jesus Christ, we have the opportunity to discover exactly what Jesus meant when he spoke to the woman by the well almost 2,000 years ago and spoke of worshiping God not only in spirit, but in spirit and in truth. I hope you will begin to consider taking that journey in your own life by requesting today's free offer, Is Christmas Christian? 
And I hope you'll come back next time. Gerald Weston, Richard Ames, Rod McNair, and I will be right here waiting for you, ready to teach you about the coming kingdom of God, the teachings of Jesus Christ, and the prophecies of tomorrow's world. Until we see you again, take care. For today's free offer, call 1-800-236-0531 or go to twtv.org slash Christmas. Call today and join millions around the world who are turning to tomorrow's world for truth, prophecy, and hope in these confusing times. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.